It's like with, with StreamYard, it pretty much just tells you that you're like it, you just go live straight away, right? Like, yeah. No I think it's we're live right now. It just gave me a message that we're live. Oh, it did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're live. Um, well, like, there's no like structured thing to this. I just wanted to provide some value to the group more than anything else, and like, we sure. better to have jamming today with us than uh, Mr. Carl Morgan. Um, hundred percent, dude. How good was that pipeline review we did yesterday? Dude, that was uh, that was sick. I've been following up with a few people today. Um, yeah, I haven't closed anyone today yet, but we've. I've got. I'm in talks with one guy right now, so hopefully, setting up a call with him. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like it's kind of going in that direction. So, gotcha. Nice, that's all yeah. good. But like, I um, woke up, I woke up sick as a dog today, though. I, I'm honestly really behind on what I was doing. I thought I had COVID this morning. I went and got tested. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling a bit better now, but my throat is just like mangled right now. <laughs> so apologies, apologies if I sound good. a little raspy here. Yeah, apologies to anyone that sounds like you <laughs> might be dying to some degree if that makes sense right. And apologies to anyone that might be listening to the bullshit, um, uh, what do you call it? Construction. Construction shit happening outside. Super fucking annoying, right? But it's all good. Um, dude, since it's just you and me, jam with me. Talk with me. I know we got Pharisee too, I think. How good's that? Pharisee. Yeah, Ferris, Ferris, the man. Well. Um Dude, run me through what's been uh, sort of working for you guys as of late, right? Like, Kyle, I know that when you sort of started, like, th- th- this uh, this has nothing to do with, like, showing how good we are. I'd actually like to give some, like, genuine value, right? Like, um, I'm thinking, like, how can we help some people extract some more money from their existing pipeline right now, as opposed to having to get a whole bunch of new leads, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think that for me, right, like, I how I stumbled across doing this shit is like when I was selling supplements, right? Like I, uh, it would take me like 18 months sometimes to actually end up in someone's shelf space in, in the supplement stores. Right. Yeah. I'd have to walk in and be like, yo, um, I'm the guy that is like every other sales rep out here and you fucking hate me. And like, do you want some samples? Right. Like, did, 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 <laughs> do you want a pre-workout sample? Do you want like a, um a protein sample like every other fuck what's giving to you right um so like there was like a combination of like selling with with with, uh energy and a combination of selling with like um uh experience and a combination of selling with like this product product will solve your problems if that makes sense right yeah um and i realized that like on the in the online space like no one seems to actually do anything that is long-term with people at all right like it's like buy now buy or die and like, there's like, you know, close or die mentality, if that makes sense. And um, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't align with it. And I ended up putting myself in a position where like, we, uh, we started using a similar method to what I used to do when I was like, actually going and seeing people door to door selling supplements. Mm-hmm. And um, like, people started signing up, like, I don't know, like, you, 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 you personally were someone that like, uh I think it took like 18 months. No, no, no. About 12 months before you became a client. Yeah, I think 11, 11, 11, 12 months. Yeah. 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 And I, I think, know. Sorry, go yeah. on. Go. Yeah, a lot of it was just, uh, yeah, previous fears from like previous burns. And um, actually, when you were asking me like what's been working for me just a minute ago there, I think like uh, three of the biggest things that have been working for me with, with working the pipeline. I think I say this a lot of times when you ask me, um, but that that one comment that you made to me in uh, I think it was like December about, you know, if you're 
for every day that you don't show up, that's going to be another week at your job. And I kind of doubled, doubled down on that where it was like mm. every day that I didn't stay consistent. It was another month at my job. And even though, um, you know, you guys have helped me get out of my job now, I still kind of try to carry that same mindset through each day. Um, mm. So that was like the first thing. And then the second thing is what you were just talking about with like following up. I noticed that there's a week or two weeks that I'm not doing the follow-ups, you know, I'm falling behind on them. Sales drop. Right. So I think In that's, huge that's way, right? huge. if In you're not doing way. your one, two, three follow-ups, um, your, your sales are going to go down. Well, F Ferris can probably like weigh in on this too, right? Like how many, what's the percentage of your sales that you believe that actually come from your pipeline as opposed to new clients? Oh, I think you're muted. I think he's muted too. That's all good. I love his new background though. That's for sure. <laughs> what about you, Carl? What's, what do you reckon percentage of people that you, uh, sorry, Carl Devine, you, you look like you're frozen at the same time too. That's all good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, 85%. 85% of your clients come from it, yeah. right? And I'm actually yeah. going deeper um, and I'm not taking new clients too. Um, oh, you're not taking new clients on? Yeah, yeah. Just, just, uh, uh, no, no, no uh, people outside of, no people outside of uh, our pipeline uh, partners or referrals. Interesting. Interesting. And what, what, what sort of making you go down Looks that second, path? Right? I, I, I feel like I could probably understand, but what do you reckon? Uh, what's making me go down this way, like this part? Yeah. Um, it's a, it's the shift of focus from promotion to product. Uh, it's like the right season for me to, to shift from um, focusing on bringing in new people and right. having now that I have promoted enough, but in the right way by building a real database of pipeline relationships, not just like running ads and burning my name, like I'm actually helping <laughs> people. Um, then I have created enough, like at least perceived goodwill that um, I can uh, genuinely continue to do like solid 40 to 60 K months um, with just pipeline referrals and, and this to help me dial in the product so that I can increase like value, decrease time, like just really make it really fucking good. Um, right. So much so that I can really, the, the ultimate goal of all of this is so that I can unlock like um, insane, like advertising returns. I right. can really create something that will help me like scale, build fortunes. That's like the, the motivation is just like the 10 year long game. And that's the right time uh, for me. And thankfully, uh, predictable pipeline and, and having the pipeline system helps, right? Yeah, so, dude. I, um, I know that uh, the past, like year for us it's been like 42 percent of our sales that are coming from the pipeline anyway right like yeah. and that that's like it's it's a big enough um number to realize that i think most people end up sabotaging how much money they're leaving on the table by not doing something about it in the first place um and like i think you like both you guys when you started with us uh, i think you Kyle wasn't the first time we spoke. I know you were a pipeline sale. And so, Ferris, I think you were the first time we spoke, right? Um, but I think that the industry average for people's perception is like, there's this whole culture of like buy now or die, right? I mean, even for like marketers that like say like, you know, we, we set up CRMs for clients and stuff, but they don't actually do any like long-term follow-up themselves. And they're like full burn their own fucking pipeline because they're trying to get them to close right now or not at the same time too. Um, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, 
what's your pipeline process at the moment, uh, Faris? How, how, how are you generating 85% sales from your pipeline alone? Yeah, man. So, um, you know, so I've got, I mean, it, it helps that every single person that is on the pipeline is in the Facebook group. So, sure. um, the really, it's a combination of uh, three things. Uh, one is obviously just driving more inbound uh, conversations with like content, you know, action posts. Like those are all and literally, I am uh, finding that just same people commenting, it's just creating new conversations, right? On different problems they're having. That's the one way. Um, the second is, is genuine outbounds with, uh, you know, conversations, creating conversations with them. Um, I think that's definitely, that's the more predictable one, um, that I rely on and that's what helps me. Like I can actually track and I know that for each, uh, 35 messages to my pipeline, that's actually a client. And it's like a system that's, you know, predictable. I was chatting with someone about that yesterday, right? Like. If you can work out exactly how many like touch, not, not touch points, but how much activity it takes to sign a client, just do that, right? Like really? work out how many clients you want long-term and then, and then, then just do that, right? Like no. um, I think, I, I think Carl, you and I were talking about, it's like, how do you just get one sales call a day? Yeah, right? like, no, nah, so I was, I was like trying to, cause I was trying to, I was wigging out too much. Like, oh, how do I book a discovery call? I need to book this. And Chris is like, just book one sales call a day. And ask yourself how to do that. And then I did that and booked like seven sales calls in like the following two or three days. Cause I kind of <laughs> just went out of the walls a little bit. Like it sounds dumb, but it worked really well. Yeah. 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 When you, what would you say, Chris, one time? I think when you're not looking at the scoreboard all the time and you just, you, you actually line it up, you know what you do and you do the motherfucking work, you just pass every, every <laughs> motherfucker, right? So you can like pass everyone up really quickly when you do it that way, right? No. Oh, um, man. There it is. Yeah. And then, oh, there's there's one final thing I didn't mention uh, about the pipeline, which is a lot of the people in your pipeline are or it's like a lot of the people in my pipeline um, know people in my client roster. Interesting. So, yeah. And, and that's just how like real estate, I mean, like, right, same brokerages, like shit like that. So uh, what I'm finding is um, creating what I like to call community events. So this is a new development of mine that uh, I'm, you know, it's been working pretty cool where you can create these kind of online rooms, chats, and you can get the people that they know who may actually already be on your pipeline. And it's like a pretty much assumed sale because they're already had know somebody close that they have uh, got value from and helped and gotten a result and they're literally in your world. But that's a more, um, that comes after you actually do the first two things, which is just build a damn thing, talk to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, like, just honestly, if I were to really think about it, like those three things could, um, get me to, uh, if I really wanted to like 80, the whole 84 K month, you know, seven figure run rate, um, because it gets you to focus inward. Right. And just make a better, better business. I feel like you can, over you can overcomplicate it pretty quickly. Overcomplicate what? Trying to get sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can overcomplicate it really fucking quickly, and I don't think that's massive. Massively, I was like, like two weeks ago before uh, we spoke about the how to book one sales call a day, Chris. I was like, fuck, how do I? Like, I need to, I need to get discovery calls. That means I need to send this many messages. I was like, all right, how do I book one sales call a day? My mind immediately. That guy from ages ago. That guy from ages ago. This guy here. That guy had something wrong with his toe, but now he's good. Like, <laughs> like your mind just works so differently, and then it happens. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I always find it to be super interesting, right? Like, I think that people overextend the uh, the 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 neediness for getting sales, and that's why it becomes a problem for them. If that makes sense, when there's typically like hundreds sitting there, especially if like if you're committed to building the pipeline on a daily basis through whatever means possible, right? Like, I, I'm no, I'm I'm not attached to it being through organic or whatever it is. Like, as long as there's like a pipeline being built every single day, and you're communicating with these people and not being an absolute fucking dick to them. Right, like you'll be able to get a lot, like a high percentage of those people signing up as clients in a short period of time, if that makes sense. I do have a like doing the group, right? Because like people can listen in on stuff like this, if that makes sense, right? Um, and it 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 it, it helps a lot. Um, what are the, the 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 is it like scripting you guys use for your pipeline stuff, or is it just like where the, picking up the conversation where they left off like walk, walk me through that like for the both you guys because both you guys are like crushing with it right like walk me through that yo kyle i'd love to uh hear yours first uh to be honest for me it's more like it, it's more it, it's pretty off the rip so like generally it follows like a bit of a uh, like a bit of a structure in a sense that i'll go back to my pipeline and be like okay cool this person falls into like this category of Cool, we spoke, but it was the wrong time. And it's just like a, a pretty simple reoffer in terms of, hey, no, you said X, Y, Z last time. If I could fix or like if I could make it look good, X, Y, Z for you, would like would you be up jumping on a call right now? And most of the time it's like it's like yes, or like, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll book again. Or most of the time, or like or the other half of the time is like, hey, I know you said I, I know we spoke a little bit ages ago. We didn't really get anywhere. I'm super curious, where are you still looking to grow? So it's sort of one of those categories, and then I just sort of go, uh, like the conversation just flows wherever it goes from there. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm the same as Kyle. I think that's why it works pretty well. Like I don't, no emails, no templated messages. Uh, I have general, like I have general things that I've learned, like from you, Chris, about um, angles, like or like ways that you go about it. Whether it's like, hey, this is a guy who. Um, you know, uh, you've spoken to, right. But they never had a chat about the problems. This is a guy that, you know, you get a trading to. So like, there's this general things like that, but I just, what found what Kyle said is exactly the same thing for me. I'm usually like continuing the conversation. Yo, what's up, dude. Um, I will sometimes, um, I use the general angle. So I'd be like, it's a general one training, right. Or I'm nurturing somebody like I'll, mm -hmm. I'll templatize, templatize that, but I will never, um, as of late, like the past six months, like I won't um, just share something to somebody that uh, isn't, if I were to read it off the whole thing, like role-playing it, doesn't sound like me actually talking to this guy in a BNI or like networking changer. That's kind of been like the new, like if it's not going to actually help me nurture the relationship, like realistically, and it's not just me like nurturing, um, then I'm not going to uh, uh, do it. Um, and as, as a funny note, um, I just made a, just on the side note, I made a commitment to myself. Uh, to not do emails <laughs> uh, <laughs> until until I make five million dollars a year, I was like, interesting, Fuck. right? Yeah, um, it, it's it, it's really funny about that uh, <laughs> um, the the emails thing, right? I think that people have this like uh, neediness around it being something that they use, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and do not fucking start me on the whole cold email conversation. Like that's yeah. that's I'm not your guy. Yeah. Um, but. I, like I, I I say I'm not your guy, but I have booked over a thousand meetings of cold email myself before too, right? Um, 
I don't think that automation is completely the enemy, right? But I do think that automation has its place, right? Like, um, you know, I have Josh and I have Jake and I have Mary and like they're all team members that could be considered automation, right? Like, because they are they, they are automating some of the delivery and stuff, right? So automation isn't the complete enemy, but like, how dare you not want to speak to people before you actually get on a, like before you actually sign them up as a client? Like, how dare you not want to do that, right? Like the uh the 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 disrespect you must have for not wanting to actually communicate with someone properly and actually have like a real conversation with them before they become a client is like mind-blowing to me because it, it's disrespectful right like and that's why i don't like uh colder marketing if that makes sense because it makes the conversation harder and by context what i mean when i say that is like if you get someone you've never spoken to before and you have no fucking clue who they are, right? Like, and they say, cool, pay me five grand. That you, you like, what, what, what level of resistance are you going to be at? Maybe a thousand percent. And dude, like it's, it's not even uh, like you're, I guess we could just take this even deeper level, right? Like just to fuck with the cold emails, like <laughs> the, um, you're, you're, you're going to be like a whole bandwagon of like, don't take it away from me. 50 people are leaving the group right now. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's cute. Right. But like, I think yeah. it's really cute and I've done yeah. it. I've, I've been there, but like, fuck me. There's so much, it's so much easier to make money. Oh dude. Well, I think um, it's like, I don't know what it is, but I reckon like 60% of the people that I talk to, like on the phone. So like, um, like I'll, I'll send cold messages and stuff, whatever it is, like we'll, we'll talk, but like, just because I'm not robotic with it, the amount of people who go, yeah, look, like, I, I mainly got on the phone because, like, you, you, you were interesting. Like, I like talking to you. You were mm. normal. And I'm like, oh, sweet, thanks. <laughs> they're, they're like, they're like, they're, they're like what, you, what you were saying, like, it sounded good. But before that, like, I would talk to you. So I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. The, the, the amount of people that end up, because I'll ask them on a sales call, right? I'm like, well, like, what did you like about the process that got you here? And they were like, well, it sounded like, it seemed like you actually cared about me, right? Like it, it seemed like you actually cared about me. It seemed like you're in a position where um, you weren't just trying to sell me, but you were actually trying to help me and, 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 and identify and solve a problem for me. And that was really important to me. I was like, interesting. Um, I just wanted your money. No, I'm so kidding. Uh, <laughs> right? Like the- the, the, the like, um, Instead of when they get on the call, they're immediate, like, they're like, what can you do for me? They're like, hey, like, it, it, it takes the whole dynamic of the call from the, like, from the rip, very different. It's, it's very like, yeah, I'm here. What can you do for me? Changes that to, hey, I'm here. Like, let's talk. Yeah. I, well, like, um, I, I know that you, I know that you probably understand me a little bit better now. Now that you under, now that I feel that you have a comprehensive understanding, or at least like a marginal understanding of like what I'm experiencing right now, what is it that you feel that you could help me with to get me out of this painful situation that I'm in right now? And that can be like for a new leader, it can be for a um, someone that's been in the pipeline. Like why I like doing it in pipeline is because like if you know their problem already, you can go and reach back and say like, "Yo, dude, like last time, last time we spoke, and like I, I use this in the offer linking training, right? Like." Last time we spoke, um, you said you're a clown and you're trying to get to more parties, right? Like, have you since been able to get more parties uh, to, to, to go to as a clown just yet? No, we haven't. Is your lead gen system still fucked up? Yeah, it is. Um, I've got something to help you for that. 
go and watch this um, and, and, and let me know what you think of it. And then, like, dude, if, if you feel like we might be able to help you, like, what do you think we might be able to help you with now? And they're like, well, I feel like you might be able to help me get some more parties. And then it, it just, it, it starts a conversation. The conversation you have with the person ends up where they not only see you as something that can solve a problem, but they see you as a person of value. And this is where I started this whole conversation in the beginning, right? Like where in, um, in, in, in the door-to-door world when I was selling supplements, you'd go and take samples to every fucking uh, store owner until they decided that you were not crazy enough to work with. If your product wasn't something that was already needed by that person, if that makes sense, right? And the more that you can do that, the more that you can give them these samples, the more that you can give them a, a, a reason to want to work with you and like you, across a period of time, the higher likelihood that not only do they want to work with you, but how much longer do they stay with you once they know they can trust you? This is a retention play. Right? When 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 you when you when you deal with people that are in the pipeline, they end up being the people that stay with you forever because they're already fucking raving fans of yours. These are people that will pay you 50 grand for a year of work versus the dude from cold email who is, is asking for, for a $500 discount on a $500 fucking surface. <laughs> yes, exactly, Kyle. Buy you, but, not what you sell. Yeah. Dude, um, if you allow me to add something. Um, I'd love you to add something. You, you just perfectly, uh, beautifully well said. The the best analogy that like I was thinking of, dude, because I, I was thinking I have some clients that from like last October, right? Like last, last year that came through cold email. And then like most of the clients now, when they're coming in, it's like red carpet royalty, like everything. That's the experience, right? That like, or at least that's like what we're trying to, you know, work towards. That's the goal. Um, and I'm thinking about it. And dude, it's like even if you give a flying fuck about your market or a flying fuck about making the most money in your market, like you you wouldn't do cold email because you're actually just treating people shitty. Um, that's what that's what, like when it really hit me. I'm just like ah, like it's it's more it's more of a human thing than it is like just a um, like should I do this or that. It's like if you actually care, if you actually want people to have the best experience with you and like yell from the rooftops, you wouldn't say, hey, you got a broken arm. I'm going to drop you in Shenzhou, China to get it fixed. And you're like, oh, that's what it is called email. They're just like navigating through the fucking emails versus you dropping them in like the best California you know, institute. I found that analogy to be like, a, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that analogy. I thought I, I really like that. And that helped me like put it in perspective of what. It, 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 it just sparked a thought in me, right? Like uh, I think one of the biggest things that people like, you know, it's not, it's not that you don't care about them, right? Like I think it's definitely a stage thing. And I think there's an identity part of it at the same time too, right? Mm. Like I don't want to be known, which I think is the stupidest thing ever, right? Like I, I'm kind of grateful and I'm kind of not grateful for like this rise of the reels thing. Right, because like everyone's now wanting to be known because they see that Alex Hormozzi is creating these amazing reels, etc., etc., etc. Right, which is surfacing people to want to actually do things that actually put them on the forefront of their business, as opposed to being the technical dude in the background not wanting to speak to a fucking human. That I really like. Right, um, but what I really love about the 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 equal and opposite of doing a cold email style style type thing is when you speak to human and you can understand the way that you are communicating and understanding their problems, understanding their limiting beliefs, understanding the issues that they're experiencing, understanding what's really stopping them from happening, it gives you ammunition to be able to create, call it content. So I was going to make this. Yeah. yeah. Um, ammunition to be able to create like conversion content pieces that you can use across any um 
marketing method that you want to, right? Like, because you get the ability to understand like what beliefs need to be broken here and you can create content around that. You can put something in your group around it. You can do something that you can run ads around belief breaking things to stop people from thinking that what they believe is right because it's stupid, right? Something that you can't do um, when you're speaking to cold people is like, you, you can't gain enough information to allow them to have the shift of belief because they typically aren't listening to you. Now, what I mean when I say that is like, when you speak to someone cold, they're not necessarily listening to you. They're only talking through their own bullshit at that point in time. They've already been burnt by a thousand people before, right? So it's actually disrespectful to only speak to them in a cold nature because you're not actually putting them in a position where they're open and willing to actually listen to you properly. You need to put them into something that actually has a long-term conversation with them. Call it that, right? I'm okay. I have I, I have a, a, a combative uh, a combative statement to say. I'm okay with cold marketing because I both both Carl's here can 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 attest to this. I'm okay with cold marketing if it's not your only intention of speaking to that person ever again. Of course, yeah, I agree with that. Right? Like Carl Devine, you can fucking go ham with this, and Carl Morgan, I know you can too. You guys both started doing cold DMing, right? Because you're like, cool, I got fucking no pipeline. Let's go do this shit. Yeah. And then it, it, it changed everything around, right? Like, uh, I think that the issue with cold stuff is that people look at it as the only intention of speaking to that person, which ends up putting them in a position where they actually don't care about them. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah. Even now, I don't really do a ton of cold really anymore. Like the coldest thing I'll do is when they join my group, I'll message them. That's like the <laughs> coldest. That's the coldest form of cold. Which is like now. they just walk into your house. Which yeah. is like, not, like <laughs> yeah. For, for a cold email guy, that's like warm. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's nice to start, and I mean, you always got to start somewhere, and you got to start the conversation at some point when you don't have a pipeline. In that case, cold is good. And then I liked your way of cold versus what I was doing before. It's just like asking people how their business is doing. Now I'm also offering a value piece, right? Like when I joined your program, I was doing cold. I was, you know, sending an asset and then kind of checking in with how they're doing, right? Value first, right? Yeah. Value first. Um, I don't know, Ferris, did that, did that sort of answer anything there? Because like it sparked an idea. And I just sort of ran with it. But like, did that answer what you were asking there? I'm not sure. Oh, I wasn't asking anything. But uh, I, I was I just more so curious for your thoughts on that. Of thinking. Did it help? <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely like the analogy um, of the uh, what you mentioned for sure. Uh, or more than analogy, the distinction that you made about uh, if it's not the only like intention that you have, it's just the one conversation. I think that's so, so important. So important distinction. I started this business, the one you guys are, 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 are a part of, right? I started it with cold calls. Mm. Right? Like I, I was cold calling Australian agency owners. <laughs> um, do you guys remember Ron? He was like one of the clients that I signed from it. Um, and I thought it was, oh, full fuck. Oh, we got uh, Muscle Man here. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> muscle Man, come to the fucking show. Oh, yeah. We're just like Jamie is talking about why it's better than American. Well, pipeline and why it's necessary, right? Because like, uh, even if you do cold marketing, right? Like you can still use that um, to then create a world where 
you continue to create the conversation long term with that person, right? Because when you can do that, you put yourself in a position of power because you actually actually care about the person more than anything else. Um, but anyway, so when I started this business, I started I started with cold calls. Would I do that again? Probably not, right? Probably not. Um, the, the second that I started going back into what I knew was right, like the 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 method that we teach in like most of the, the organic stuff that we do, we, we I went from like five k months to like thirty k months pretty much overnight. Um, just because of the, the the amount of opportunity you can find in a second as opposed to having to pick a phone up and call 100 people, if that makes sense. Um, because, like, once you build that audience, like, you can drop a two-step post and you can have, like, 30 people that want to hop on a call immediately who actually want to speak to you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Just a, a, a set of thoughts from me. Um any like pipeline hacks or secrets or tips that you guys are using at the moment that might be useful to share with some people? Oh, I was right. just going to say like, even with cold, like the amount of times that like I'll, I'll cold message, cause I, I like you, you said before, I cold message like a thousand people um, off the rip. But like, even now, like when I reach out to them later on, they're genuinely like, what? why are you, why are you here? Like and that they open up so much more because they're like, Oh shit. Like you came back. Like that's interesting. Mm. Um, but in terms of like, and like, yeah, I came back and it's, I was trying, obviously like my main pipeline, I guess this is a question you asked would just be like, um, for like find, find whatever their pain point was, if they had any at all, and then just go, and then just try and make it, try and make it super hard to say no, according to what they said. If they go, Oh, look, it's, it's the wrong timing right now. I don't have the money to put up front. I'll go, I'll, I'll say something like, Hey man, that's cool. Talk to people all the time like that. What, what if I was able to do this, this, and this, and this, this, and this will be like, um, put a little bit of money down now. We can get the campaign running. And then two or three weeks time, once you get a listing, I do realtors. Once you get a listing, then cool. You'll know that the money's going to come and then you can just pay me back whenever that commission lands or whatever it is, but just give you a little bit now just to get in and get started. And that normally like, just try and make it. Cause like at that point for them, it's super hard to say no. Like a low, uh, like a, if, if there's a high feel like a lower barrier to entry, if that makes sense. Like I, I, I've got no issue and I, I've, I've done it with multiple people, right? Like where we will, um, we'll find a way to make a reoffer to them to get them to a point where they are, okay, cool. Like it would be stupid not to start right now, whether it's, you know, less money to get started, but like keeping them for longer, right? Like if you can, if you can understand how long you can keep a client, just get them started. That's why I say it anyway. Like if you, if you can keep a client, just get them started. Who gives a fuck how you get them started? <laughs> Right, just as long as you're not saying we'll, we'll work for free, that that's kind of stupid. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like for contacts, that, that that's not like for free or not um, like super cheap. It's just like, hey, I understand that you don't have the cash on hand right now. What if we did X, Y, Z? And X, what part of X, Y, Z is still me getting paid in full. Just it might look a bit different to money coming in the bank straight away. Yeah, it's, it, that, that's more um, finance management than it is like pulling your pants down and getting fucked in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just make the clear distinction between the two there right <laughs> i just make sure people can actually pay for something as opposed to getting like anyway um <laughs> really not i got a, i got a uh three or two things um and i might have off later which one which honestly took me a while to really really gauge um and that's uh like be really intentional with 
uh, who you were actually uh, adding to your pipeline. And I know this is this is more of a like later stage thing where you know when you're starting first starting out, you're just fucking adding people to the pipeline. But then realize like uh, there's some people that like very clearly, whether from their profile, especially if you're doing like prospecting on social media, you can tell like they're just not going to be your your client. Yeah. Um, and that's that's where uh, I know I have probably hundreds of people in my pipeline to clean up and make it more like I know that every person I'm reaching out to, every name I'm pulling up is like the right person. So that's that's one to for sure that um, I know is going to help me. The one that's helped me for sure is um, weekly pipeline reviews. Uh, when you mm. do the reflection, like the whole like sit down, look through this, is it clean, tidy up? Like I'm pretty good at keeping it up to date every day is what you should do. But just that once a week figuring out like, damn, these people, this guy, like these five people, like put them in a list, that kind of thing. That tip is more of a like uh, tactical, uh, create more value and more money, more clients out of your pipeline. Um, and then the, the the final tidbit, which is more of a during the day thing or like in the conversation uh, with the respects to your pipeline is, and, and this is so simple, but people fucking um, uh, really struggle with this, is um, keep your pipeline open the whole fucking day and don't um, every, every like make, make it so that like every action that you do with respects to sales has like a immediate consequence in the pipeline. I've just found like building that happen. I, I know that I never Give lose. Give me an example of that. So booked appointment reflects on the pipeline instantly. Somebody I send a message on the pipeline, uh, booked a sales calls, client, like all the actual events that occur through the process that change in the pipeline. Um, there's there's never more than a 24 hour lag. Like if something happens, next day it's all clean. It's all there. Right. Um, that's, a, that, that, that's like a CRM and pipeline health. Sort of health, thing. exactly. Keep your that's... CRM healthy, pipeline healthy, so that when you sit down every week to review it, yeah, like it maybe Tom Morgan should put some fucking people in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's what I learned yesterday, man. <laughs> something to actually review. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure that popular review yesterday. And you're like, well. <laughs> I walked in there with being like, oh, yeah, this pipeline looks fucking fantastic. And then I left there being like, bruh. <laughs> but, you still, but, but you still put six grand on that call. So, like, I don't think that's that's a problem. <laughs> But I, but I, but I what? Sorry. But you still closed the six grand while you were on the call. So I yeah, I mean, problem. yeah, those, yeah, yeah. So I don't think that that, that that's a huge problem. No, um, I was having a great day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you're on a roll, man. You're on a roll yesterday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ferris, that makes sense. I think that the the, the pop on health is is really helpful at the same time too. Um, how are you guys servicing shit from the dead from the pipeline? That's a good question to ask. I think. Servicing what? Servicing money from the dead. I, I I've still been doing like the the reoffers and the nine word emails. I just haven't really been doing them probably as often as I should. And I think I that's a realization. Another realization I came to yesterday. It's kind of just something. If I come across their name when I'm scrolling back and doing more DMs, I'll do it. But like I'm not being super intentional about it. Mm. But the reoffer strategy is definitely a really good one. Yeah, I, w I was chatting with, uh, with 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 Chris yesterday, right? Yeah. Um, and we ended up. I think I was telling you guys in the group call um, that I ended up finding probably twenty opportunities inside his pipeline to make a reoffer to, um, and he ended up closing five yesterday because of it. Right. So it was literally Chris Randall. Like, 
No, no, not Chris Renner. This, this is uh, Chris Goffert, the, the, the dude that loses me. Oh, okay, um, cool. No way, he close by like that. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, because we reverse engineered the, the amount of activity that needed to be done to do that. And then identified, okay, cool, like, you're not going to be able to make it happen off of, based on a sales brain. It needs to be based on a marketing brain to make this work, right? Um, based on sales activity, it wasn't going to work. But based on marketing brain, surfacing money from the dead, it was going to work. So we like put together, and they were all different offers for each of 20 different people, if that makes sense. Um, but, but because they were so uh, defined to the problems they were experiencing, um, I think 20 uh, out of the 20, I think like 19 replied, like one didn't reply, but five of them said, yeah, cool, let's get started. So it's like uh, sometimes using the marketing brain that can help a lot too. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> the rap is fine. <laughs> Love it. Raps Love for it. the win, man. Mind if I, my, uh, mind if I add on to the reoffer thing? 100%. Cool. So this is this this is like um, how I just see it, in my, how I like do it in my head. I have, um, I see there's like three three buckets. You have um, people who like, I think there's two that you shared, right? Like people that booked calls didn't buy, people that um, booked calls didn't show, and then people that um, spoken to never booked. Those are usually, those are just the hottest, right? And um, what, and then what I've realized is you got to kind of develop a cadence for their reoffer. So the people that book calls didn't buy, it's like within seven days they need to be reoffered. Within thirty days they need to hit them up again easily, and then within sixty days another reoffer, and just kind of get them back in. Within the people who uh, booked the appointments uh, but you know didn't show, then that's that's the people you're trying to do more training. So it's just like knowing who, um, what stages are in at the last Royal not Rumble, and it's like what is it going to get across the line. And then creating little, um, I guess you call it little benchmark KPIs, so that I know that every time I do a sales call, every when I'm again doing the pipeline review, I'm looking who did I book calls that didn't buy in this next seven days that I make a reoffer to, that I can reach out and be like, here's an objection solver, and then what's a what's a um, person who didn't show up to a sales calls that I can like get personal, send the training, do something to help them understand like it's worth coming to this call, and finally the people that I spoken to, those are the people that I just use the Friday. Uh, mornings to reach out back again and just continue to nurture them, talk to them to book call. So like that set of habits um, is super key to extracting more cl clients out of your pipeline and just making it um, consistent. That's something I've been uh, figuring out, trying to be more consistent with. I, I would say that that's probably the most important uh, low hanging fruit for anybody watching is like people who book calls didn't buy and people who didn't show reoffers right there. I think that having a scheduled point in time every week to do only pipeline stuff is probably one of the biggest life hacks ever. Yeah. Right. Like I, 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 I think you need to do daily follow up anyway, but scheduling pipeline specific time is like stupid not to, because you end up putting yourself in a position where you actually end up not generating hundreds of thousands of dollars from stuff that already exists in there. If that makes sense. So like put, putting the schedule stuff in there is really good. Um, I think like, oh, sorry, yeah. oh Go I was I was gonna ask Ferris, do you do like the nine word um, email kind of DM for people that didn't show up, or for people that didn't show up, how are you going about it? Because I know I do reoffers for all the people that didn't buy, right? And I hmm. generally do like a nine word email kind of type message. For it depends how much uh, it depends how much emotional leverage I have. If I have if I have leverage, I'm always going for the for the real emotion leverage always, um, and it's and it's more of a like, 
like just a easier me thing, right? Cause it's so much easier to be like, yo, dude, like we actually have like shit, shit is on the line, man. <laughs> Get on the fucking call. Then it'd be like, are you still interested in like hopping on a call? Which still works. Um, I I would say that 70, 80% of like the re-offers um, re is something that's saying um, like, hey, what's up? And then something involving in the cost of inaction. And then do you still want to do this? Is what I've been doing. I'm going to start using the cost of inaction more in the messaging, not so much just um, posts and stuff. Yeah, it's a whole thing, man. I would still totally make sure that you use it in post as much as possible, though. Right, like yeah, the, the, more, the, the more you can use it in posts. Um, and then what we spoke about yesterday, too, where it was like the uh, the lay-by the lay-by analogy. Right, like identifying what they really want in their real life at the same time, too, and then making them the, uh, the, the, the stars of the show at the end of the day with the, the, the content strategy that you are using. Um, but guys, I think that's all I want to share. I think we've given enough value today. Um, I think that was fucking killer. I appreciate all of you guys. Um, and appreciate you all. Speak to you soon, okay? Yeah, sounds Please. good. Peace out, guys.